Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. My God, my God, he can move, keep me in the valley, I spray from the rain, hallelujah, my God is awesome, heals me when I'm broke, it's strength that I've been drinking, forever he will reign, you got it. Say, my God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. And he hides me from the rain. Hallelujah. My God is awesome. He heals me when I'm broken. It's my strength when I'm in. Come on, say, forever he reigns. Oh! 
Administration, hallelujah. We want to call upon the QFC Kingdom Dancing Stars, hallelujah. You are not coming up. No more. Okay, hallelujah. Oh, keep encouraging her as she comes for it. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you for this time of giving in Jesus' name, amen. morning church I, I should say good afternoon I'm a little shy so just bear with me so <laughs> so this actually is from last month September 1st was a Friday um, it was um, a busy week for me because I was working so many days that week my partner had gone on vacation so he asked me to cover some of his shifts um, so I said yes, because if I didn't cover it, he wouldn't be able to go on this planned vacation. So I was working like 13 hours back to back to back to back. So Friday came, and I was thinking about going to open heavens. So that morning, I was speaking to Siobhan, and she's like, yeah, girl, you should come. Just, you know, it's going to be good. You should come. So I'm like, yeah, but you know, I'm working, you know, I'm working today, then I got to be at work early the next day. So in my head, I was calculating, if I go, I'll only sleep like an hour and a half. Is that even possible? So I went, you know, it was great and everything. So like a week later, I'm at work. Then a patient calls saying that usually she picks up her blood pressure medication from us, but the pills look different. So I'm like, mm, you know, maybe, you know, we switch manufacturers all the time. We give them different pills. So we checked the computer and it was right, like she was supposed to get blue pills. So I was freaking out. I was like, well, you know, I know I did not do this mistake. It was probably my partner who did it, you know? So when I look at the computer, it had my name, Melissa Osetutu. I was like, what? <laughs> like, um, so I was freaking out. So she came back, she didn't come back. I told her to come back. So I was just sitting there like numb, like I can't believe I made this mistake. You know, um, I was thinking like, what was I doing at that time? I made the mistake on September 1st, the Friday, around 10 a.m., and that was the same time I was speaking to Siobhan about coming to Open Heavens. So I, I was like, man, I started getting upset. Like, I'm blaming, like, oh, you see, I was thinking about going to Open Heavens. That's why I made this mistake. <laughs> so I was so numb, like, the whole day. Like, I called the patient again at 1 o'clock because she never came. 2 o'clock, I called. She didn't pick up the phone. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I'm like, boy. 
So the next day, um, my mom was like, hey, mommy, like, what, what happened? Like, what's wrong with you? And I was telling her, like, what happened? And she was so calm. So I was looking at her, like, why are you so calm? Like, you know, yeah. So then um, we prayed. And, you know, the whole day I was kind of, like, quiet and numb. So later on, the Monday, I was at home. So I said, let me call my partner to see, like, you know, if the patient brought back the pills or whatever. So when I called, he's like, well, you know, you're supposed to um, report the incident as soon as you hear about it. Then I was like, oh, my goodness, like, that's true, because I had one friend who made an incident, and he reported the incident the next day, and he got fired. So right there and then, I was like, mm, I, I better start looking for a new job. I don't know if I should contact Auntie Mary Prepra or Auntie Christy Kwanzaa, ask them if their jobs are hiring or what. But then my partner was like, well, actually, the, part, um, the patient called to apologize. I'm like, apologize? She said, yeah, because um, apparently, when she spoke to me the first day, she told me, like, you know, she described the pills, she read the label, September 1st, da-da-da-da-da, everything matched. Like, you know, the pills were white instead of blue. Then she said that, oh, it was a mistake. Like, she called. She said it was a mistake, apparently, when they were doing the pill box. But when I tried to analyze the mistake the patient made, it didn't make sense. So I remember Reverend always, like, he was prophesizing on our lives, like, you know, any mistakes that you make, you'll be exempted from, and everything. So... I was like, wow. So we, we actually have like a true prophet in the house. And I just want to say, Reverend, like we really appreciate you. No matter like, you know, all our faults, or I should say our, my faults, you know, our heart, you can be hard-headed, but we really appreciate you and we thank God for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it wonderful? You are the next person to be exempted. Hallelujah. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We want to welcome our dear sister Natasha to give us another testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. These people, you don't believe in prophecies, I can see. <laughs> you really don't believe. If you believe with the prophecies made mentioned, you will jump with excitement. Hallelujah. This prophecy, I told you the prophet is real. Didn't I tell you? All right. Hallelujah. But, by the way, a very powerful prophecy happened this morning. And I, I really want to share with you. Hallelujah. Um, Reverend Osei, a few weeks back, after Bishop had a camp in Ghana, um, the prayer camp and he told us to go and listen to the camp right this morning so i'm giving you a prophecy all the way from ghana from our dear sister precious from the first love church hallelujah in that camp there is one title um i went i was listening to it bishop the title of that track is like 22 or 23 that track is called the praise of jesus and angels Hallelujah. And within that message, Bishop prophesied that from now on, when you pray, you'll receive, you'll have angels accompanying you every day. Hallelujah. Exactly the prophecy came to pass in this person's life. Amen. So apparently this, um, our sister Precious, she was looking for an apartment. She had a she was working with an agent. The agent, agent sorry, told her to meet her. I'm sorry, I've 
forgot the name of the place in Ghana, okay? But she told her to meet her at a junction. When she got to the junction, called the agent. Apparently, it was the wrong location that she was at. So not knowing, she didn't know where she was. She was, you know, hopeless, didn't know where she was, starting to ask for directions. In the midst of that, then she saw a soldier approaching her, right? So as the soldier is coming, she thought maybe, okay, she parked on the wrong side of the road. She had done something wrong, started freaking out. Hallelujah. So the angel came to her, you know. Sorry, you see, I gave away the story. <laughs> the, soldier, the soldier came to her, right? Um, I started talking with her. I said, oh, I want to be your friend. You know, she, said, she was saying that, you know, I'm not really in the mood for being friends, but... You know, she started conversating with the soldier. Hallelujah. So the soldier asked her, you know, where are you going? What are you doing? Da, da, da. And she said, oh, I'm trying to, I'm looking for an apartment. You know, I'm lost trying to find the agent. So the soldier told her to follow him, right? So she got in the car and she was following the soldier. And apparently she hit someone's car. The whole bumper, the back part, fell off, confused again, freaking out, don't know where she is, hallelujah. So the, the soldier then now came, asked, oh, what's going on, what's going on, what's the matter? She described, oh, you know, hit the car, the bumper fell off. Then the soldier told her, stand aside, hallelujah. Someone, a soldier you don't know from anywhere just approaches, I want to be your friend, you got into trouble, now he's coming to sort the trouble out, sort out the situation. So she stood aside, right? The soldier talked, talked, talked to the person. Then they drove to a mechanic. Hallelujah. They fixed the car and everything like that. The soldier paid for it. Didn't even want her to know how much the bill was. Hallelujah. A soldier out of nowhere. Hallelujah. Paid for it. Didn't want to tell her how much the bill was. Hallelujah. This is an angel, a prophecy she received, hallelujah, after she listened to the message. Angels will accompany you. You receive divine encounters, hallelujah, and exactly what she received, amen. Wow. Story, oh, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. The story is not finished yet. <laughs> Sorry. Hallelujah. So then they, um, they fixed the car, you know, the angel prayed, um, paid for it, the soldier paid for it. And then, so she said, um, so, the angel, so they continued talking. And then um, the, the angel now gave her a number for another agent for an apartment. Hallelujah. That same t day, evening, she called, went, got the apartment, beautiful, big, within her budget, everything like that, beautiful. So after it happened, then she asked the angel, why did you approach me? Hallelujah. Sorry, soldier. See, I'm giving it away. She asked the soldier, why did you approach me? The soldier answered, there's Angel Gabriel. There's Angel Michael. I am Angel Diablem. Hallelujah. An angel physically appeared, sorted out her situation, the car situation, and helped her to get an apartment all through the prophecy of the bishop through listening to a message. Hallelujah. It's almost finished. Not yet. 
So the angel took her contact, right? The next day she called the angel just, just to say thank you, whatever like that. Then um, she was mentioning that the angel didn't seem want to be bothered in any conversation or anything like that. Hallelujah. Two weeks later, until now, she hasn't heard from the soldier again. No text message, no phone call, no nothing. Tell me if that's not an angelic visitation. Hallelujah. Amen. So when, when our reverend is preaching and he's prophesying, when you listen, and I hope this will also ginger you to go and listen to that message because I've been listening to it and I've been very, very blessed by that message. Hallelujah. When the prophecy is, that's why I said, you guys, you don't believe in prophecies. Because if you believe, you'll be very, very excited about them. Hallelujah. Amen. When the prophet is speaking, amen, receive it, believe it with faith. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow. Angelic visitations. It's amazing. I say it's amazing. Wow. Usually when you see a soldier, he's come to arrest you or harass you. Well, a lot of times, that's what they come and do. They either come to harass you or stress you out. So when they come and pay your fees, it has to be an angel. I say it has to be an angel. It has to be an angel. Receive angelic help. I say receive angelic help. And as for the exemptions, more, more of you are going to be exempted. I say more of you are going to be exempted. More, more of you are going to be exempted. Hallelujah. You will be exempted. I say you will be exempted. I say you will be exempted. Your mistakes will not harm you. It's a prophecy. I believe it strongly. Amen. Prophesy. More, more, more. There shall be more exemption. Look, there's nothing more sweeter than your qualification doesn't add up, but the state says still come. Somebody received that prophecy. I said, receive that prophecy. I said, receive that prophecy. Yep. It doesn't add up, but they will say, come. I said, it doesn't add up, but they will say, come. Somebody take that prophecy. I said, receive that prophecy. You have a testimony. You come and stand here. You have a testimony. Yeah. They will say, come. I mean, you yourself, as you are sending the application, you know that this one, it doesn't add up. But they will still say, come. That's the exemption. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Friday, we had an open heavens in Bronx. It was too powerful. I tell you. In fact, we had a very fantastic testimony. Do you remember the brother's testimony? I tell you, it's not easy. Ernest. I mean, medically documented. Twice. You better believe this. They are gifted. The prophecy is real. Amen. I just want to, let's pray. Let's listen to this song and pray. Hallelujah. I just want to bless you with this song. I was listening to it and it was blessing me. So when I find something nice, I share. God is upon the man of God. He's anointed. To preach the word of God. Oh, yeah. And hear my broken heart and your broken heart by the anointing. 
Jesus, this is our heart. Tears in your pillow, pain in your heart. Jesus heals. That's the anointing. The anointing heals. I say the anointing heals. The anointing comforts. The anointing strengthens. May you be healed and strengthened. Hallelujah. I love it. Yeah, that's what the anointing does. Hallelujah. Wonderful. I, pl- I believe strongly that somebody's been comforted and somebody's been healed. It's well. It is well. I say it is well. That's the power of the anointing. Hallelujah. Wonderful. All right. For last week, Father, we thank you for your presence and your spirit. Thank you for the anointing that heals, that binds the brokenhearted. That strengthens and encourages. And that overcomes the work of the enemy. Thank you that the enemy is defeated. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, listen, you have to believe in the supernatural. Hallelujah. Christianity is a religion of supernatural. Hallelujah. Church is, there's a difference between a church and a school. I'm not here to educate you. I'm here minister to you so that you will receive the power of God. And by the power of God, you will overcome. Hallelujah. So I'm not a lecturer. I'm a pastor. Hallelujah. And I'm not giving to you a syllabus. I'm giving you the word of God. Hallelujah. Believe in the power. I say believe in the power. I say believe in the power. Hallelujah. That's why I like what Natasha said. You, you got to believe in the prophecies. You have to believe in the prophecies. They are real. They are so real. Hallelujah. So, last week, I can go on this one. I started talking to you about, what did you start talking about last week, if you remember? Huh? Yes, it's not only know your enemy. There's no point knowing him. Defeat. How to know your enemy and defeat him. Hallelujah. 
I may know your enemy and not be able to defeat him. doesn't help you. You must be able to defeat him. I see you overcoming your enemy. Hallelujah. You see, don't be afraid of your enemy. Hallelujah. A lot of people are scared of the devil, the devil, the devil, but you can overcome him. I say you can and you have overcome him. Confess. Say, I, I know my enemy and I've overcome him. Say, I know my enemy and I have overcome him. Hallelujah. I believe it. Hallelujah. The greater one is in us. Hallelujah. So I started, and, and I started sharing with her that you know, you know people or you know somebody sometimes by the way it is described. Hallelujah. The description tells you who you are dealing with. Amen. Or the name. Hallelujah. It's a descriptive term. You understand? For example, if I saw the tall brother who's wearing a white shirt and is at the back wearing a purple tie, purple tie. Who am I talking about? Immediately. You know I'm talking about who? Exactly. Just by the description. Hallelujah. So, you know by the name or the description what you are dealing with. Hallelujah. And therefore, because, so because of that, you see, and we know Satan or the devil based on the names. His name describes him. Hallelujah. His names talk about his activities. And in, in warfare, in warfare to win, you must spend time studying your enemy. That's why the army go, they go what's called recognizance. To know their maneuvers. Hallelujah. To know what your enemy can do. So, people spend millions of dollars to, to study the enemy. I hear me. That's why Americans will study the Americans will study um, the Russians. I was told about the six-day war. There was a Russian jet fighter which was stolen by the Israeli who flew from Cairo to Tel Aviv and they dismantled it. And that's why they developed the SCAD missile to counteract it. Yes. You study your enemy. They spend millions of dollars to know who their enemy is. Sports teams. Sports team. Study the opponents. They look at their weak points and their strong points. I'm still waiting for the next to win. They haven't won so far. <laughs> I don't know whether I should stop supporting them. I'm still a hard New York fan, but loyalty, right? <laughs> oh, my Knicks. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I still love, you know, I leave them and I come back and I leave them and I come back. Maybe this time, this time, next time I won't come back again. I should be loyal to them. Amen. But you see, you study. Hallelujah. And so last week, we began to know and I was preaching, I'm preaching from the book, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. This is about, what I'm teaching is what is called spiritual warfare. Okay, spiritual warfare. How to defeat the enemy. Hallelujah. And the first description of him is that his name is the devil. You remember? Your enemy's name is not your father-in-law. Your enemy's name is the devil. It's not your mother-in-law. 
His name is the devil. And the devil talks about wicked, cruel. Hallelujah. And then, what, what's the other name that we learned last week? What's the, what's the other name? Satan. In Job. The Bible says, and the sons of God guarded, and Satan was there. Satan means the arch enemy of God and of man. Number one enemy. And, 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 and last week we studied from Satan. We learned from Satan that he can come into the children, among the children of God. Hallelujah. So if you think that the devil cannot come to church, you are deceived. See, I'm talking about spiritual warfare. If you think that Satan cannot come to church, even when God was the pastor, he was in church. Check your neighbor, check your neighbor, say, are you real? Are you real? <laughs> check your neighbor, are you real? <laughs> yes! When God was the pastor, he showed up. So, so, that, so that when I hear people say, Reverend, I can't believe it. And he was in church. Listen to me. Believe it. Believe it. comes to church. Okay? Yeah. That's what Paul said, henceforth. I'm sure the lawyers will have a different argument with me. That look, so far as what they are saying is true, it's not an accusation. Look, even though what you are saying is true, it's still an accusation. So accusation is not based on the validity of the story. Why do I say that? In the Bible. The, 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 the guy said, look, they brought the woman who was caught in adultery and they said, we saw with our own eyes. We had the evidence. Uh, what were you doing there to begin with? I won't even go there. What were you doing? We saw. We said we caught her. The, the, the way this, we caught her in the very act. You know, sometimes you can tell that some people are doing something, but you have no evidence. Because the way she came out, out of the room and she was walking and walking like this, you know that, mm, girlie. <laughs> you know that, mm, girlie. I mean, the way she came out of the room and you know that, girlie. Things have gone inside and you are preventing. Yes. But but this one, they didn't say that. They said we caught her. In the very act. Hallelujah. Are, are you seeing him? And as they said that, so what they were saying was true. They were not lying. But what did Jesus say? For uh, Go to that scripture, you can find it. What did Jesus say? He said, woman, where are thine? Where are thine? Where are dying? Yes. So it's not that what they were saying was not true. I'm preaching to you. So stop saying that, but what I'm saying is true. You see, there is a difference between accusation and correction. I'm teaching you. 
Yeah, big difference. It's not that anybody endorses wrong, but don't accuse correct. That's the difference. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. There's a difference. Amen. Yeah. Jesus said, woman, where are thine accusers? Okay. That's, it. that's why, see, I'm talking about, that's why when you go to Revelation, you say, 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 what was he writing? What was Jesus writing? Because they came with stones to stone the woman, the very act, and expecting him to stone her, he bent down his head and began to write in the sand. What was he writing? Yes. And the Bible says, straight away, from the oldest to the youngest, they began to drop their stone and began to leave. What was he writing? <laughs> what was he writing? I can tell you. Some theologians said, as they stood there, he began to write, thief. Then if you see that you're a thief, you drop the stone. <laughs> then you write, liar. Then, liar. You drop your stone. Then he will, the Bible says he was writing the sins of the people as they were holding the stones. And when you see your son, you drop the stone and you quickly run away. <laughs> that's what he was writing. That's, that's what he was writing. He will write fornication. Then you look. You drop the stone. Because he said, he said, which, the one among who is not seen before, let him be the first to throw the stone. Then, that's, that's the statement he made. He said, but Jesus stooped down with his finger. And you see, and as though he heard them not. And as he wrote, as he wrote, as he began to write, they began to drop the stones. Listen to me. There's none righteous. I said there's none righteous. There's none righteous. There is none righteous. So stop standing on your ground and saying that what you are saying is true. No, yes, it's true, but it's still accusation. That's not righteous. No, not even one. No, that's not righteous. Hallelujah. Yeah. Not righteous. No. Stop pointing fingers. That's not righteous. He began to write. And as soon as he wrote, Everybody began to walk away. What shows that? Look, what shows that we are all sinners? The only difference somebody has been caught and you have not been caught. I'm preaching. We are all we are all the same. The difference is that some are caught and you are not caught. Why do you think they began to walk away as you started writing? Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. 
And the fact that you have not been called does not mean it is right. Hallelujah. It's just, are you hearing me? Yeah. Accusation. Sometimes, you see, sometimes, even, <laughs> the way we criticize and point fingers, a lot of times, it reflects our own badness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have, you have a stone to throw? You have a stone to throw? Look at the writing on the sun. Yeah. Accusations. I do remember. I do remember um, when we were in university. I was in the hall in university. It was a very notorious hall. Very wicked hall. It was called Commonwealth Hall. Very notorious. I mean, profane nonsense. Very bad hall. But very brilliant. All the guys were very brilliant too. Amazingly. And the way the universities were, you know, there are rooms. Okay? Like we all have our rooms. Then the rooms are, it's, built, it's, it's like a, how do I call it? It's like a apartment. Like college campus. So there's a front door, but there's a balcony. You understand? And you can, you can climb the wall from one balcony. If you, if you understand what I'm saying, like, if you're on the balcony, you can climb from, uh, you can scale from just one balcony onto the other. You understand? Because, I mean, just like flat, it's like flats. So you can. So we used to have, people used to steal things. People used to steal things. And usually it's the, the, it's the community, like the non-students who are in the area. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a university campus, so it's in town, but you know, you have uh, the local residents who are unemployed, who are uneducated. So they will, sometimes you will cook. You, I mean, you, are the, you come and come, your stove is stolen. Or sometimes you, you wash. You wash your clothes. You tell me, come, your underwear. Oh, you still. You, you can't believe that people steal food and underwear. Go to Africa and see. You see, these are like the, the local people. And usually, or sometimes, they'll, sometimes if you leave the back door open, they'll come to your room, take things. And usually when we catch any of those boys, uh-huh, there's no police. They will beat you properly. Beat them. And I do remember this particular guy, this particular student. He used to beat the people mercilessly. You know? Yes, and I mean, sometimes after you're beating the person, you can see that this is a poor boy from a neighborhood. Small Gary that he's come to take from your house. But this guy was so wicked. And we used to, they, he had a nickname. They used to call him Old Soldier. Old Soldier. I remember Commonwealth was called Old Soldier. So when they catch a thief, they, they, you, you don't know where you appear from. Hey, beaties! You beat them, kick them. So the, Old Soldier. So we told that he was the vigilante. Old Soldier. Catch motive. A lot of us will just knock you and he will beat the person mercilessly. Then one day, somebody went for lectures and forgot something in his room. So he was coming back. Who should he see? 
what should we see? Old soldier. Scaling and collecting the things. Old soldier. I just sorry. One day. And the whole that I was in, they have, they have what's called a war cry. I will mention. When something happened with the, the sound of the alarm, it's a war cry. It's not been a good word. They, they shouted that word. So when you hear that word, there's something emergent has happened. We don't, we don't have sirens. That's the war cry. <laughs> so everybody come on. Hey! Oh, soldier! I tell you. The beating. Come on, boys, Abado. They beat him properly. Not only did they beat him. It, huh? In the university, there is a, a pond in the front, in the in the in the gate. Not a small one, the main pond, which had frogs, algae, anything nasty. They carried him from the top of the hill. Only in his panties. <laughs> to their pond. Because when also soldier catches somebody, we used to have our, a local pond on the campus, a small one. After we have beaten everybody, the old soldier will put the person in the pond. So when they caught him, they took him to the big one. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we accuse people of the things that we are guilty of. And the stronger our accusation, the stronger our own guilt. Be careful. Sometimes the very thing that you are shouting and pointing, that's what you are guilty of. That's why he began to write in the sun. And everybody knew. Church, it does not mean when somebody is doing something wrong, don't, don't say about it. But there's a difference between accusation and correction. What the people did was accusation. What did Jesus Christ say? The same thing. Go and sin no more. That was correction. Correction will build the people up. Accusation will put them down. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's not about the facts of the case. It's not about the facts of the case. No, it does not do the facts. Because what they were saying was true. They were not lying. Hallelujah. Oh, Reverend. Eh, I, mean, she, I, mean, I mean, I saw it. I saw it in my own eyes. Reverend, I saw it. I saw it. She was kissing here. Reverend, I saw it. Where were you? <laughs> Where were you? Where were you that you saw? Hallelujah. Yeah. Because accusation weakens. Stop. You see, accusation weakens. Yes, your husband yelled at you. Yes, he's being rude. Yes, he's being wicked. Accusations. Oh, Reverend, he's lazy. He's this. See, at the point, he's weak. But you can correct it. it. We all know he's lazy. We all know he doesn't work. But what we're doing is accusation. It's the way he said. And when, when, once you accuse, you are working for the devil. He's the accuser of the brethren. So let's stop accusing. And rather correct. And rather encourage. The Bible says, if, if a brother is overtaken, 
in a fault. Now, somebody makes a mistake. Ye who are spiritual. You see, that's, 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 the, the word is spiritual. Ye who are spiritual. Restore. Restoration. Correction. Correction. Restore such a one. In the spirit. See, that's the difference. In the spirit of meekness. You can tell, look, listen to me. I don't think the way you are hanging out, you know, I, I, you know, fornication is sin. You know, the Bible doesn't endorse it. You know, look, I, I mean, you are a Christian. You are working in, I mean, you, you must also believe in the transmission of evil spirit. I mean, this thing, even though you call it your flesh, it will still harm you. So please, you know, I think it would be better, look, if you have a problem with it, look, just pray to the Holy Ghost to help you. Okay? And then pray for the person. Considering yourself. That's, that's, that's different from saying that, look, you cannot be sleeping around and be, be in the choir, okay? Listen. You are all hypocrites. You are the reason why there's no been anointing when we minister. We waste our time. We come for rehearsal. I mean, you, I mean, listen to me. You know, and, 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 you know, what I'm saying to you is true. It's scriptural. You see, the sin of, because of the sin of Achan, the whole camp of Israel was defeated. You cannot be an Achan in our midst. Just look at the writing. Just look at the writing. Hallelujah. Look, there's a difference. I, I'm taking my time to teach you because a lot of us stand on the fact that what we are saying is true. It's true. But the further it's true, that's no means still not accusation. That's the point. Do you, do you get a difference? I said, do you get a difference? The fact that what you are saying is true, that's still no me. It is accusation. What it, it, accusation is based on, it's whether it is accusation or correction, it's based on the effect, the end result. It weakens. Yeah. It weakens. If by the time you pointed out the sin of account to the person, now the person doesn't want to come to the choir again. Majai, the choir have stopped. What have you achieved? What have you achieved? You just managed to drink, drive another child of God. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you. I had one lady so angry. Listen, don't let me. I was right with Apostle Joel. I was right with Apostle Joel in the car. This lady called. Listen, Apostle, I can't be in the same church with her. No, 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 no. No, I, I mean, if it's going to be in the church, no, I can't. So Apostle Joel said, So what should we do with her? Get her out of the church. Get her out. It's your story. So Apostle said that. And Apostle said, and are you thinking about what you are saying? I don't care. Get out. She can get lost. She can go to hell. What did you say? She can go to hell. Yes, what the lady was doing was wrong. was inappropriate. But, 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 you don't shout and scream that she should be getting out of the church. She can go to hell. The blood of Jesus Christ bought her. Just like you. Stop the accusation. The pointing of the fingers. The pointing of the fingers. She, she, she actually said she can go to hell. That's what she told us. And, and, and suppose she said, have you forgotten that the same blood that bought you, bought hell too? How come she wants to go to hell? 
because you are annoyed. You see, you see and that, if I go into it, you see, you see, anytime you are angry or you are annoyed with somebody and you want everybody around you to be annoyed with that person, that is the spirit of witchcraft manipulation. You are a witch. You see, a witch is not only somebody who flies. A witch is somebody who... <laughs> you have to control everybody with your mood. That's witchcraft. Thank you, Michael. It's not only, it's not only people who fly on brooms. The fact that when you are angry, you want to control everybody around. You want to control the mood. You are a witch. That's witchcraft. Let me continue my message. I I got him blessed. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, stop accusing me. I said, tell don't be afraid. Say, stop accusing me. Tell her again. Tasha, say, stop accusing me. She's still doing it, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't forget the story of old soldier. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right, quickly, let let me go through a few more points. Another name for the devil. Another name for the devil. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil... As a royal lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. Another of his name is the adversary. He is called the adversary. The opposition. Adversary means opposer. Opposer. The one who opposes you. The one who doesn't want to see you do well. Opposition. If you, if you, if me, you are rather accusing me. Me that I'm trying to pray for you and establish you, you are rather accusing me. Step back. Shine your eyes. Be sober. There's somebody who hates you, opposes, opposition. Sometimes even sometimes even people oppose the message. As you are preaching, when you say one, they don't say something in their head. Please don't oppose my message. Don't play table. Talk. <laughs> don't play table tennis with me. Ping pong with me. I say one and you still say something back. Opposition. Be sober. Hallelujah. Yes. That's what you do. Will do well. Oppose everything. Hallelujah. You see, and I like what Peter put it. Peter, 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 Peter is saying that look, you can easily, you can easily target the wrong person. That's why I say, step back. Open your eyes. A lot of times we miss our enemies because we are not stepping back. There's something called friendly fire. Friendly fire. Sometimes, you see, sometimes even when uh, uh, your friends are quarreling, maybe like, uh, maybe somebody you like or a couple that you like are quarreling. In the heat of the quarrel, don't say anything. Because you can easily get friendly fire. So step back. Let them finish agitating each other before you come in. Those, you see, when you see a man and his wife arguing, at the heat of the argument, don't say anything. No. I'm telling you, from experience, you step back. 
can easily become a casualty. Easily. So you step back. When things cool down, then you come back. Hallelujah. Another name of the enemy. Are you, are you hearing me? Another name of the enemy. Revelation chapter 9, verse 3. Revelation 9, sorry, 9 11. 9 11. Revelation 9 11. 11. Go to 9 11. Don't forget 9 11. 9 11. Okay, September 9 11. Revelation 9 11. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue had his name. Apollyon. Another name of the devil is the angel of the bottomless pit. The angel, see, it describes what he does. The angel, which in the Greek is called Ab Hebrews Abaddon and Greek Apollyon. But it says he is also the angel of the bottomless pit. You see, and when you read the book of Revelation, Revelation also that, and I write to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. And I write to the angel of the church in Sardia. You see, I write to the angel. The angel represents the one in charge. Okay? The one in charge. Are you hearing me? So, for example, even in this church, you can say, oh, you can, you can, the, I'm the angel of the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm so, oh, the angel of this church is Reverend Osei. All right, now he says an angel. I bet you see, you see, you see. <laughs> Hey, Nadia, he says, hey, I beg you. I'm not an angel. It's an example. I beg you. <laughs> hey, it's not as you. I beg you. But, just for, but do you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I'm saying it. But I think I'm an angel. I think I'm an angel. I think I'm an angel. Yes. In that sense, in that sense, okay? Not, a, not a, in that sense of being in charge. In that sense, okay? So the angel of the bottom, it means the one who is in charge of the bottomless pit. So what it means is that he is the one in charge of hell, the bottomless pit. And like every other person, he wants more people in his camp. Satan's aim is for you to go to hell because he's the angel. He's the one in charge there. His aim is for you to go to hell. Don't joke about it. And if he does not get you to go to hell, he wants your son to go to hell. If he does not get your son to go to hell, he wants your mother to go to hell. If he doesn't get your mother, he wants your family. He wants to, he needs people in hell. His aim is to get you to hell. That is his goal. That is his aim. And anything that will make you safe, he will fight it. He wants to get you to hell. He wants as many people to as hell as possible. Because he's the angel. He's the charge. So, any activity that leads to people going to hell, he's the one who is in charge. He wants you in hell, but he missed you. Now he wants your brother. But I prophesy to you, he will never get any of your family members. He will never get any of your family members. All shall be saved. All shall be saved. Your children will not go to hell. Your family will not go to hell. Your, 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 your parents will not go to hell. He will miss all of your family. My 
punish you. We will not get you to hell. You are, you are exempted from, your family members are exempted from going to hell. I say your family members are exempted, your children are exempted from going to hell. Oh yeah, if Satan gets you, will send your, this your little dog girl that will look so cute and happy. The devil gets her, she will send her to hell. She will grow up and not believe in God. But I, I cancel it. I cancel it. I cancel it. They were born here, they were dedicated, they will serve God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. So how many have I given you so far? Five? Okay. Last one for today. Number six. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 15. And what concord or what agreement had Christ with Belial? Or what part had he that believed with an infidel? What concordance, what agreement was the relationship between Christ and Belial? Another name of the devil is Belial. He's called Belial. Belial. You see, his name describes him. And Belial means worthless. It means what? It means what? Worthless. If the devil gets you, he will make you worthless. Oh yeah, oh yeah, don't joke. He will make you worthless. His name is worthless. Belial, worthless. He will reduce you to zero. But it shall never happen to you in the name of Jesus. He will like to make your marriage worthless. But it shall never happen to you. He will make your finances, your finances will not be made worthless. Worthless. Useless. If the devil has his way, he will make you useless. His name is Belial. Worthlessness. Oh yeah. Lost your value. You see? And I explained to you why he was called worthless. His name was Lucifer. He was Lucifer. He was in charge of music in heaven. He had a reputation in heaven. The temperance of music was in his hymn. When he turns like this, he had a crowd. He could call. He could call for a meeting. Today, all angels are meeting. And suddenly, they will come. He had value. He had value. He was important. He was respected because of the position the father gave him. Are you hearing me? Until one day. Until one day. Until one day. Greed and discontentment entered into him. Such that now what the father has is what he wants. Now he desires the privileges of the senior pastor. It entered into him. Now he was, I will arise. I will be like the most high. I will sit in the, in the north. The thing that the father has is what he wants now. Greed and discontentment. So suddenly, the one who had power in heaven, 
was respected in heaven, who was appreciated, is now he lost his worth. He was cast down from heaven, down to earth in the abyss. He became worthless. That's why he's called Belial, worthless. Worthless. Church, be careful. He desired. He desired. He desired. He wanted to be like. And I'm preaching to you carefully. See, a lot of the time, even, even, you see, what he forgot was that it was the name that God gave him. That gave him authority. When he said, angels come, the angels come not because of him, but because of who has given him that post. But sometimes, greed. Self-importance. Wanting to be. That's why you lose your worth. Look, a lot of pastors have become worthless because of that. Because they are not content with their position. What they forgot is that somebody made them. Especially when it comes to our type of churches. So suddenly, greed. And discontentment comes in. And in that, they suddenly are cast out. And they begin to lose their value. Worthless. Worthless. It comes from greed and discontented. Not being happy with where you are. Wanting to be like the father. Suddenly. That's what happens to this. A lot of people lose. Not being happy. Listen to me. You are respected. You are on it. For example, let me use myself as an example. Here in North America, by the grace of God, I'm, I'm respected. Oh, you don't think Zabeko? At least you respect me. At least you respect me. By the grace of God, I'm given privileges. When I come to preach, I have somebody who is a PhD who gives me water. I don't take it for granted. Shelly is the one who gives me water. That's a PhD. PhD gives me water. It's not easy. Principal. Do you see what I'm saying? And I should not take that thing for granted. Are you hearing me? I should not one day rise up and say that, listen to me, I want to be like Apostle Joel. That's a mistake. That is the mistake. If one day I say, listen to me, listen, my church in Manhattan is the biggest church. We have the biggest congregation. Which is true. I'm the Apache. I have more members in my church than him. I... I pay the most tight. I don't see why you should get all this privilege. From today, I'm, listen, all of you, don't, don't look up. Look up to me. I've changed the name of the church. That is the day you begin to say, Reverend, you are mad. When you hear me say that, say you are mad. Are you hearing me? Immediately point out that there must be something wrong with you. Because you see, there is always a father. Hallelujah. And you must respect it. And never desire to be like the Father. No matter how great you may be in your corner. Never. Because that's what happened to this. That's not happy. That's why the Bible says he's called worthless. Belial. He lost his position. Listen. If 
if you are wise. Listen to me carefully. It is better. It is better to be the leg of an elephant than the head of an ant. You got it? I thank you. It's always better. You are better being the leg of an elephant than the head of an elephant. Some are so obsessed with being the head, but you are only the head of an elephant. Sorry. It's, you, you are so obsessed with being the head, but you only become the head of an ant. You are better being the leg of an elephant than the head of an ant. It's a good message. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about how to know your enemy and defeat him. Be very careful. Be very careful. A certain honor has been accorded you. You call for choir rehearsals. Don't you call for choir rehearsals. Do they come? Eh. And why do you think they come? Because I said. So the day you wake up, so, listen, from today, this red man, he doesn't come. I am the one in charge of the choir. You know, listen to me. I'm mean, on my birthday, honor me, disregard him. Hello. I stand here as my own man. Immediately, I will cast you out. And as, as soon as I cast you out, you will like call them and see whether my realist will come. <laughs> will, you, will you come? Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Greed. Belia, so called Belia. You'll be made worthless. Many people have become worthless because, they, see, I'm preaching to you. Many have become worthless because they are not content with their place in life. You must be content. You must know that by the grace of God, you are somewhere. By the grace of God, you are somebody. By the grace of God, you are somebody. And be happy! Hallelujah. Yeah, he'll make your yes. Yeah. No, if that, look, woman, woman, lady, if Satan gets you, he'll make you worthless. Belial is worthless. Don't chip in yourself. If he gets you, he will make you worthless. Don't chip in yourself. You are too precious to be sleeping with every stupid thing. Because after you sleep with them, you become worthless. The same person you sleep with will say, I won't marry you. The same one. The same person. The same person will now open his mouth that listen to me. You were a temptation to me. I, I was a temptation to you. Idiot. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's always a woman's fault. It's always a woman's fault. I was a temptation. I was a temptation to you. Was I the one who bought the corner for you? I'm preaching. You went to the shop and bought the condom. And you came to the room. And now you are saying that I was a, temp- a temptation. Which part of the... Tran- <laughs> Don't let me go there. But it's, it's useless. They will make you worthless. You are of value. Lady, you are of value. There is something precious about you. There is something special about you. Don't let the devil reduce you to worthlessness. Do not allow Satan. No, don't allow it. The Bible, 
Bible say, by means of a horrid human, a man is reduced to a piece of bread. Yeah. You see, I'm talking about what Satan will make you useless. If he has his way. He will make you useless. Because he, I, I've explained his current state. His current list is worthless because he's out of heaven. He's out of heaven. His restlessness is the bottomless pit. I mean, from heaven to the bottomless pit, you are down, 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 down. So the person, the guy is worthless. So now, if he wants to get as many people worthless as possible, yeah, don't allow any man to make you worthless. You are worth more than that. I mean, come on. Because of a rent that he promised to pay, now he wants to sleep with you. Let him keep his rent. God will provide for you. I'm preaching. God will take care of you. God is a better provider. Cannot chip in you. You are more precious than that. Please, I keep your rent. Even the rent guy won't pay. You pay only one month and stop paying. God is a better provider. Christian brother, keep your worth. You are of value. You are of dignity. Don't let a whorish human reduce you to a piece of bread. A Satan. Belial. He will make you worthless. And listen to me, young ones. Listen to me, young ones. You see, you are worth something. And I'm very serious. You are worth something. Don't become worthless. And you become worthless if you don't finish your school. If you don't finish your education, one day you'll be worthless. You think I won't say that? You think I won't say that? You think I won't say that? This is your chance to be educated. If you don't take your school serious, one day you will wake up and say you are worthless. You have wasted your time. You had all the opportunity, all the advice, all the counsel, but you did not take your school serious. That is why you are now worthless. That is why, that is why so long as I remain your pastor, I will not tolerate school dropout in this church. I will sack you. And if you're, if you're not going to school, I will deal with you myself. Because you become worthless. You become worthless. Very soon you realize that you are of no value. You are of no value. Now when you see your classmate, you'll be hiding. Because you become worthless. I remember when I was in school. Sixth form, which is like, sixth form is more like, how would you say? Maybe high school, senior, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Try to, but anyway, we're studying. And I was, you see, I don't know, everywhere I was, I, I always, everywhere, whether secondary school, university, my dormitory was always full of bad boys. Meanwhile, I wasn't bad, but all of them. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't. You see, you are judging me, you are judging me. <laughs> Don't let me write in the sun. So I remember this guys was his house. I mean, they won't study. In the night when we are studying, my room, we smokers. People who gamble. Oh. And we are studying. And I remember 
Sakarosh. <laughs> Nickname Sakarosh. When you are studying, he will be playing on the drums on the bed. The more you learn, the less you know. Alam. That was the song. As we are studying, he will be smoking. The more you learn, the less you know. Alam If you want to learn, you have to take your book to the other room. Like you go to the other, another block. I don't know. The more you learn, the less you know. Alampa, la la, la la. They were learning. was not learning. So, when we wrote the A level, and the results came. The more you learn. <laughs> he failed miserably. I mean miserably, no remedy. But at that time, he was like the most popular guy. You understand? At that time, he was like the coolest guy in, on campus. Saka rush that we come. The more you learn, the less you know. Alampa la 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 la. Mark, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I was just not company, but I wasn't like that at all. I wasn't. Don't judge me. So, now, after we finish, and I got a good score. So, I got into medical school. That's, like, that's when you go to, go to medical school. I got a good top score to qualify for medical school straight. And then when I went to medical school, second year, I won an award. I, went, I was so brilliant, I was sent to London to go and learn more. <laughs> I beg you, I beg you, I beg you, I beg you. Forgive, forgive. So, one day I came back, you know, I came back and in Ghana, there's a place where they sell used clothing. Called Tema Station. Those of you who know Ghana, it's like a, a place where they sell like used clothing. Second-hand clothing. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And somebody had told me that he's working there. He's not second. That's where he works now. He sells second-hand clothing. Or, so, you know, sometimes times are hard. All of us from time to time, we used to go there and, you know, Makes a, a fair selection. You understand fair selection? <laughs> In those days, you go for fair selection. <laughs> Anita, you are right. You know that. You know. You know that place. I'm surprised you know it. <laughs> I'm very surprised. So, I was going. Not that I come from. You know how you said I've gone to school. I've gone to, I was going. Then I saw someone who looked like him. But I think he saw me first. So before, quickly the person disappeared among the clothes. <laughs> la la la. <laughs> he disappeared. Quickly. He disappeared. Then my, 
the friend was going to challenge. Let, let, let's go to that store and go and buy. I said, no, no embarrassment. No. When he sees his classmate, he's hiding. Now, when he sees his classmate, he's last, hiding. Because he did not take his education serious. He has become worthless. Now, when he sees his classmate, he runs away. The most popular guy, now he's running away. The most popular, the guy who was cool, now he's running away. Because he has become worthless. Let me tell you something. Young man, young woman, you don't take your education serious. One day you will look and regret it. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's not allowed here. You must go to school. You must finish. Are you hearing me? I think you're already saved. Maybe send a message to them and save. It's not allowed. Okay? It's time. Otherwise, you, you become worthless. Even if you are a woman and you are thinking that one day I'll marry a rich man, let me tell you something. Nowadays, rich men, they want brains. They know it's not only beauty, they want brains too. Go oh, I get the rich man to marry. Let me, the rich men work on this. They want some brains more. Don't be worthless. That is why, please, I keep on telling them. Because I know. I've seen it over and over again. This is the time to be of value. Finish something important. Get some value. Even if you are going to marry, the man will more treat you less if you have some value. I'm preaching to you. It's more difficult if you have some value. Don't be worthless. Satan wants to make you worthless. The idea that I don't want to go to school, I don't want to do anything, I don't want to, it is Satan. He will make you worthless because one day you wake up and you are of no value. I bind the spirit of Belial. I bind the spirit of Belial. All the children here will finish school at the right time. They will marry at the right time. They will own the house at the right time. They will graduate at the right time. None shall be worthless. Stand up to your feet and let's close. I tell you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Makendoliya mama pray. Kandoliya mama shenderiya baba. Ilama zondoriya mama mama. Helelele masondoriya kandoriya baba. Ejenderiya mama. I break the spirit of Belial over your life. Kila lama sokotondoriya baba. Ejenderika baba. Azenderiya mama mama mama. Ejenderiya baba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy words, long preserved for our walk. You break the spirit of Belial. In this world, they resound. We bind it. None shall be worthless. None shall be worthless. They will be of value. They will finish their task. They will finish school at the right time. They will graduate at the right time. They will marry at the right time. They will have family at the right time. They will own their house at the right time. For you make all things beautiful. You make all things beautiful. You make all things beautiful in your time. I travel in the spirit of Belial, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You will not be worthless. 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 
You be of value, oh God, my God. We have come Thank you, Holy Spirit. With open hearts, oh, let the ancient words Father, I go down on my knees and I pray for this congregation. I drive away the spirit of Belial. I pray for that girl, she will be of value. I pray for that boy, he will be of value. I pray for that wife, she will be of value. I pray for that husband, she will be of value. I pray for that child, he will be of value. I drive away the spirit of worthlessness. I drive away the spirit of depression and suicide. You will not be depressed. You will not have, you will not be depressed. I drive it out. Your life has value. Belial will have no part in you. Belial will have no part in us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What concordance has Christ with Belial? We are not partakers of Belial. We do not partake of Belial activities. In Jesus' name. Amen. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here, you are not born again. This afternoon, look, without Christ, your life has no value. Without Christ, you are just going through the motion. But this afternoon, you must be born again. You must be born again. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm serious. Because without Christ, your life is valueless. Add value to your life. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's room at the cross for you this afternoon. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you this afternoon. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I not be. Amen. I say you shall not be. Amen. You are exempted in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You will not be. Look, go and tell the saved one. You see, listen to me, uh, children. Okay, young young ones, young ones, college. Listen to me. Don't use your background. Okay, don't use your background or your previous mistakes as an excuse to fail. to you. Do not. Let not your background or your mistakes in the past as an excuse to flunk out of life. No matter whatever your background may be, whatever mistakes you have made, whatever family you come from, you are in this church. I say you are in this church. I say you are in this church. And there's a covering and anointing for you to do better. Amen. So take advantage and do well. Amen. 
Any man being Christ is a new creature. So I don't want to hear, you know, reverend, you know, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear. It's done. Your past is your past. I say, that was then. That was then. This is now. You can do better. And you will do better. Wow. Satan is not happy. Satan is not happy at all. Because he has, because he has, because he has. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Receive it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are blessed. Spirit of Belial will have no control. Amen. You are of value. Thank you. Amen. You will never suffer from depression. Amen. You will never suffer from depression. Open in your life. Lift up the blessing and receive any the demonic entrance. We bind it. We block it in the name of Jesus Christ. Shando Sakaya Bara Malaba Sando Loboka Bara Balaba. Lay Marama Sundari Makabarandele Mekabala Shobelekete. Tale Maramalo Barele Mekabarandele Mabandele Mekabarana. Lobre Sabre, 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 Lobre we blocking it. We bind devils, poverty spirit, demonic spirit, financial spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Of poverty, immorality spirits, fornication, and other forms of perversions. In Jesus' name. Amen. Proud spirits, Amen. wickedness spirits, evil spirit, Amen. juju spirits. In the name of Jesus, we block every access, Amen. every entrance Amen. to any power of darkness. We lift up a standard against it. We block with the firewall every attempt of infiltration and attack upon our lives by the blood of the Lamb. By the name of Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb. We overcome every form of wickedness. Every type of devil. Dog spirit. Cow spirit. Snake spirit. Frog spirit. Dragon spirit. Angel, fallen angel spirit. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We cast out every power of the the devil in the name of Jesus. We cast out our animal and half human spirit. Our sea, fish spirit, dragon, serpents in Jesus' name. We command you to depart every flying creature.
the name of Jesus. I light a fire now. I say, I light a fire now. Let the fire burn. Let the fire burn. Amen. And let every alien spirit, invading animal spirit, be cast out in the name of Jesus. Come out by the power of the name of Jesus. Anything that has entered you, snake spirit, dragon spirit, dog spirit, lion spirit, flying spirit. Vultures and birds and all creeping things, wicked spirits, half bull, half man spirits, false gods, antelopes, in the name of Jesus, come out! You are free. Lift your hand, you are free. By the blood of the Lamb of God that taketh away. The sins of the world. Receive mercy from God. You shall not be inhabited by devils. From today. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I should tell you never again. You are of value. You are of value. Your friends will Google you. Your friends will Google you. Don't they will do research on you. Share the grace. The fellowship, the contribution, participation of the Holy Ghost. And the 10,000 souls be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. All choir stands, please. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.